there's so many uncertainties. You need to remember why you succeeded. I finally knew what to fix first. But there's no substitute for hard work. I wasted years before I finally figured it out. But I kind of woke up and just said, look, you know, don't waste this opportunity. He was trying to find a solution to a problem. We actually don't rush to the urgent. We rush to the apparent, which is even more deadly. It turns out I was confusing the same people I wanted to help. Welcome to the Construction and Ag Business Growth Podcast. This is your host, Jeannie Rinkob with StoryBuilt Marketing and Consulting. These are the stories of owners and leaders overcoming obstacles, finding opportunities, and building better businesses that serve our community, our country, and our world. You have just landed on part three of a three-part interview series with Skip Tornovic and Thomas Trott, his marketing guy. And we've been talking about the incredible innovation they made, how they found a problem in a market that they had been working in for a while, and they were open to the possibilities of really creating a new and innovative solution. That was really what we dived into in part one. So go back, make sure you're subscribed, and go back and find that episode. In part two, we talked about how they hit on an incredible marketing message with no words, just video, and it's hit an absolute home run for them. And now we're going to talk about something that isn't exactly unique to just Skip himself, because I find I'm always surprised by the number of entrepreneurs out there that are really into more than one business. And he talks about his experience as being in multiple businesses, being passionate in different areas, and how instead of that being overwhelming for him, he's really leveraged that. He's built his businesses so that it works for him, and he's found ways to really leverage each one of those and all the experiences happening in each one of them to benefit the others. So I'm super excited for you to hear how he's really done this, implemented this in his business successfully. So the question here is when you get to that level in your business and you're actually in the impact and the legacy parts of your business, we find the opportunities to maybe diversify our own interests and our own time into other passions and opportunities. So how do we make this work in our businesses? How do we make it work for the people that are helping us? And how do we make each other stronger through this process? I think Skip is going to give you some incredible insights into exactly how this is done. So we talked about something that I think I learned about you guys, Skip, in my early conversation before we sat down and actually recorded this was that you are not just the owner of this company, you have multiple companies. And I wanted to touch on this because you see it often. And I think business owners get to that point where they do bring great people in and they have teams around them and they have other interests and things that they get excited about. So I wanted to just kind of, you know, touch on your experience in being a multi-business entrepreneur and having more than one business and that those business actually give you some really unique perspective to probably get as innovative as you have with Traffic Pro Beds, taking that perspective of really being a problem solver So how did those businesses impact the development of traffic probats? With the businesses I have, so you're always presented with challenges. It's how you react to those challenges. Throw it at me. I'll figure it out. There's somebody that's smart out there that's going to help me figure this out. 
And you start to ask questions, and that's how you achieve and how I attack these different issues. And when my traffic control came to a point when I was looking at how unsafe it was, I put all that past knowledge to say, how do I figure this out? I know I can figure it out. And Traffic Pro Bed was born. Yeah. So, businesses has helped me focus on problems. You just can't mm-hmm. brush them away. You have to focus and find solutions to problems. And you can get caught up when you're in one business because you got that same problem. When you have multiple businesses, for me, it was all coming at me. So I had to learn to juggle these multiple problems. <laughs> it's not an easy task to have everything going to every which direction. So yeah, with that and learning the discipline, I think that's helped me tremendously to be creative. Mm-hmm. I know you've talked about sometimes finding solutions in one of your businesses has actually translated to, you know, finding opportunities or solutions to problems you didn't even know existed in the other businesses. Can you think of some examples where that's happened for you? Well, looking there, learning just about the regulations on OSHA and what we've been doing out in the industry and finding out that, hey, you know, I've got this restraint system in this truck. I was never aware that that's a law, an OSHA requirement. So that's what one of those benefits of the industry of doing this has brought me is a now my company's in compliance. Yeah. I know that you've talked a little bit about one of the keys for managing multiple businesses is delegating and surrounding yourself with really great people. You know, so I think in doing that, there's the elements of hiring, there's the elements of retaining the right people, and then also being able to delegate. And I think as business owners, that's one of those things that you have to get good at delegating and delegating the right things to the right people. How have you kind of evolved in that process yourself and gotten better at that? Oh, yes. You do have to surround yourself with really good people. And I could not have done this. No one can do this by themselves. It's the people around me that's done this for me, that's allowed me to think and and not be caught up in day-to-day because they take care of the process along the way. They understand. They listen. I listen to them. I have employees that started with me. One year I went in business. The vast majority of my employees have been with me for over 10 years, and a large percentage of have been with me for 15-plus, and then I have a group that's been with me for 20, almost 30 years. So... Not only have I have very good and dedicated and smart people, they stayed with me for an incredible long time. So we're more of a family. We gel together. We, I couldn't do it without them. There's no way. Yeah. I mean, if, if you were talking to another business owner who is, they're not quite where you are right now, but they're focused on really trying to surround themselves with the right people. I know that you've mentioned to me that one of the biggest obstacles of having multiple businesses is scaling them. You know, and I think that becomes the people issue, having those right people in there. So what would you tell a business owner that's that's needing to stretch, that's needing to scale, that's looking at making critical hires? You know, what would you tell them about getting those hires right and developing those people? 
you have to communicate well from the owner to your personnel what your message is and what your true ownership is in your commitment to your people. And you have to have your team follow that true commitment. If you have them not following your true commitment and you have to truly commit to your people, if you're an owner, truly commit to your people. If they see that and you don't work from the top as an owner, you work from the bottom. I support everybody above me. If I can support my management team and give them the tools, they'll support the workers that work for them likewise. So I support my management team. I listen to them. We debate back and forth. I challenge my people, but I do listen to them. And giving them the ability to do their job. I don't micromanage. If you micromanage, you'll never grow. You got to allow your people to make those mistakes. We all make mistakes. So, but if you communicate well, those mistakes are far and few between. You have to have trust in your people to be a successful owner. You surround yourself with trust in people. You treat them well. That's being a good owner. Treat your people well. Look at the industry. What do you pay your people in the industry? What benefits do you give? It's you as an owner need to do your homework to see what your people truly should earn in the industry. And some of us owners lose sight of that. So good people. They'll stay with you. Yeah. I think for, for a lot of these industries, that's kind of the make or break you is, is the people that you have on board. Yes. True. So what are some of the advantages that you found in running multiple businesses? I get to meet a lot of neat and smart people to help me along the way. It's an incredible experience doing different things. I go from thinking about this traffic control one minute and I have to shift my brain into my landscape sediment control division. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden I'll walk into Thomas's office and we're talking about traffic pro bed and what's going on there. So for me as an owner, it's, it's challenging. I like it a lot. It keeps my day very exciting all day long. So, multitasking. Yeah. yeah. Do you feel like it's also kind of shored you up against, you know, you know, when one industry is maybe struggling a little bit more and stuff like that, that it's giving you a little bit more security or ability to kind of weather those storms? Oh, most certainly. When we had the recession, the financial recession, I was very large in the housing industry. If I would have only stayed in the housing industry, I don't know if I would have survived. I'm in the traffic control industry. So that grew exponentially because they put stimulus money into the roads. So one industry is doing well, the other one may be dropping. So that allowed me to shift those same people over into the road industry. And I kept all my employees working during those slow times, even for my housing people, I found positions in the road industry doing that type of work because that grew so much. So oh, that's incredible. Wow. It allows me to move around. Also, it finds me new clients too, being in both industries where if I have to shift to over into the other industries, I can find work there with both businesses. So yeah, they do have their, their advantages. By it. For sure. 
I know that you and Traffic Control Bed in particular, the, the next thing is really scaling and meeting demand because you've done an incredible job of just, you know, creating some great demand. So how are you approaching this? I think this is kind of the next big thing that you guys said was coming up for you. How are you guys tackling this and what's next for you guys? Uh, yeah, that's this is new territory for us, the scale to this here. We've already started to develop our team of fabricators and reaching out, seeing what their abilities are and prepping for that. We have a meeting this afternoon after to go up there and let them know here's what's going on and seeing what their capabilities are. We're reaching out to build another team of people around both Thomas and I, if it does scale, who works with us in that scaling process so we can be successful there to meet the demand. And because we're, we're seeing it really starting to take traction now as we provide demonstrations with the product, as you see, the video has changed the whole perspective. So we're expecting a lot more (laughs) to come as that develops. Yeah. It's super exciting. I think, a lot of business owners make that mistake of, you know, not thinking ahead, especially when it comes to investing in people and processes and systems. And it sounds like you guys are taking all the indicators that you're seeing. You know, you're proactive, you know, you've got a great product and you're committed and you've got that market really, really hungry for it. And you're really setting yourself up to be ready. So, which is exciting, not just for you guys, but for all the people that are going to be, you know, wanting to work with you guys and stuff like that too, because we want to work with companies that are going to be there, going to be there for a long time and are able to support us and, you know, continue to build that relationship when you're investing, especially in these industries, I think. So I'm super excited to see what you guys do as this keeps growing, I think you, you're really on something great. You've built an incredible solution to an industry that I'm personally, you know, really passionate about and keeping people safe. So tell us just really quickly, where can everybody follow you? Where can they watch the videos, find the website? Where do you guys hang out on social media? How do they get a hold of you guys and follow what you guys are doing? So our main social media platform is on LinkedIn. You just look up Traffic Pro Beds. You can find it. Skip and I are also on there. And then our website is trafficprobeds.com. And if anyone wanted to call and uh, ask us any questions or give us any pointers on our podcasting, (laughs) um, reach me at 240-405-2052. Awesome. That is so exciting. Thank you guys so much. I hope everybody goes and checks you guys out and follows your story. Even if they're not in the market for what you guys are doing, I think what you guys are doing as a company is really exciting to watch it go and the way that you're just really running with it. So I think it's going to be worth it to be following you guys and and keeping up with it. So Skip, Thomas, thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Yeah, thanks for having us. Sharing our traffic. ProBeds product. Yep. That was it. That was the three-part series with Skip and Thomas learning all about the innovation he created with Traffic ProBeds. And then, of course, the marketing element that they created so succinctly, really focusing on the problems instead of so much on the solution. It was really beautiful the way that was done. So make sure you check out that part two episode if you haven't already. 
And then in part three, we talked about his multiple businesses and how that's working for him and allowing him to really get to a stage of having more impact and building a stronger legacy. I am so glad you were here today. Make sure that you subscribe to the show. We have more incredible leaders and business owners coming on to share their stories of really taking advantage of opportunities in their business and overcoming obstacles. All the stories that we share to inspire one another and just keep us going day in and day out. So can't wait to talk to you next time.